your animation archaeologists, Jacob and Michael. Hey everybody, it's Back in Tunes. It's another perfect Saturday morning special edition. We're in the middle of seasons right now, so Jacob and I are going to be starting up a whole new season focused almost completely on all the Hanna-Barbera cartoons growing up, and then we're going to move over to the Ruby Spears cartoons. But until then, the perfect Saturday morning is where I have a guest come on and discuss their top 10 choices for, um, like if they were to build their own network, and they're like, oh, I get to schedule any cartoon from any era, any genre, any you know primetime, daytime, syndicated, what would I put on my Saturday morning? So I have a guest come on and just basically read off what they would put on their Saturday mornings. And um, if you have been listening to the show since the beginning, you'll know that Jacob hasn't always been my co-host. In the beginning, he got overloaded with a bunch of work, so I had guests come in. And one person who came in on a regular basis is one of my oldest friends, uh, Ron. And by that I mean he's 192 years old. He is—he's an ancient one. <laughs> he's a highlander. Hey, sonny. <laughs> Back in my day, we carved uh, them out of stone and then just showed them really, really fast. We had 30 people That's with right. frames who just <laughs> run past the children. We only got to show them one time because they broke. You know, <laughs> toss them aside. And, anyway. No, so this is going to be the end of this spinoff series. Um, so we're going to do a two-parter where he is going to discuss his 80s cartoons. Another episode we discuss the 90s cartoons. And we're going to have some of our friends that we grew up with. Uh, they're going to be sending us their list. And we're going to read them and discuss them over the air. and Over the air, like we're live. Come on, podcasting is whenever, wherever. However, if you're listening to us while you're pooping, it's a flush twice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so, spray. Flush twice and spray. The, the Back in Tunes isn't ending. But it's been modified. Obviously, you've seen that uh, WTF Tunes ended last year. That only ran about 15 episodes. Uh, Perfect Saturday morning. I think this is going to be episode 18, I think. 18 or 19. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, there were kind of fillers between seasons. So, people didn't get impatient while we, we put stuff together. And uh, But this is the fifth year of the podcast. And this is kind of like we're, we're trimming down some of the shows, ending some of the things. So, back in Tunes is now only going to be uh, probably 10 episodes a year instead of uh, 14 to 16. And uh, while we do, we go off on other ventures in the podcasting universe. Um, but that's much a delay. So let's uh, let's get to the meat of the show. Um, so you understood the format, basically like just whatever you wanted to program if you had control of your own network. I did. All right. So what is the first thing on your list? Okay. I, this is really in no particular order. Because uh, I that would have just given me a brain, you know, it would have exploded. Uh, oh, I've so had people. I've had people. I've had people come on and and basically set up their own schedule. Like the okay, so I got up at six thirty and I started off with something that would just kind of like defrost my brain, and then I would warm up with this. I was like, you're treating this like a five course meal. This is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not that in depth. <laughs> Okay, so honestly, if I had to pick off my number one out of this top ten list, I, I'd have to say I watched He-Man like crazy. Yeah, you uh, and I discussed what toys we collected, and you can usually tell who the rich kids were from the normal kids. You and I were the normal kids. We had G.I. Joe's and He-Man because they were more affordable, and you could beat the absolute snot out of them. Then you had those friends right. with like Voltron and Transformers and all these little like uh, uh, 
like I always thought mass was a little a pricey and, and all those extra pieces. And I was like, I was a GoBots kid, man. I, I could afford it. I, I was a GoBots kid only because I got them free with my meals in uh, the Wendy's uh, kid pack. <laughs> That's the only reason I ever had any. I had like two Transformers, and I got them for Christmas, and I was terrified to touch them because I was sure I was going to break them. <laughs> I was too poor to go to Wendy's. <laughs> the uh, the um, Mass Universe toys were designed to have the snot beat out of them. They literally had battle damage toys that you could hit and change their armor. And eventually they remained permanently damaged. Yeah, that's true. The springs stopped working. <laughs> it's like a crack up for a Hot Wheel crack ups, those two. Yeah, I mean, they were designed to be thrown off buildings and, and uh, be thrown into the, the tub with you so they could soak up that water. Um, it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite lines of toys because. It was so expansive in its idea because Star Wars is basically stuck with doing whatever was in the movies. And G.I. Joe, they were smaller. They were much more breakable. They had uh, all these random little pieces of parts you could lose. Um, But Mass Universe, they weren't tied down really to a comic book. They had the cartoon, but the cartoon didn't last as long as people seem to think it did. And I just think it's funny is because, like, once you get past, like, series two or three is when they're like, oh, we're going to add Moss Man. He's going to stink like hell. And then we're going to add, like, uh, <laughs> we had one where they're, they're, like, snakes, and you press on their head, and it would shoot water out. And I always loved using those in the tub. Or is this guy, um, laughable action figure. It, it, the guy looks like a skunk. It was another oh, one. Oh, skunk or, yeah, masters. I remember that one, oh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm like, yeah, I remember, uh, this is one of those things that I got a lot at Christmas time. I didn't do a whole lot of buying it myself. Yeah. Uh, what I had was what was gifted to me, and it wasn't a whole lot. But on a sad, sad, sad day one day, we went. We had to move yet again. Um, you know, it happens. Yeah. And we had some friends helping us move, some quote-unquote friends. And somehow, the boxes with trash in it got swapped with the boxes with toys in no. it. And the, no! No! Yeah, and I say this with a grain of salt. I have a feeling those boxes with toys in it didn't go to the dump. I'm just yeah. saying. But anyway, just so happened that all of my He-Man figures were in that box. And well, anyway, uh, but uh, thanks to a good friend that you all may know, I at least have one. <laughs> I still have Orko. <laughs> Yeah, thanks to Mike, I have. Oh, Orko I was like, and, I had Orko, uh, and I thought I gave that to you. And then slowly realizing, oh, you're talking about me. <laughs> talking about you, man. Now I have four figures left out of the, a whole conglomeration of toys I had. I have four left. Yeah, I never, yeah. I never could never afford like the big play sets. Like, I think the most elaborate I had, I had none of the ships. I had, I didn't have Castle Grayskull or. Um... Oh, I did. You did? Oh my god! But get this, I found it in a barn. Oh wow. <laughs> I um, it was, it was home to a bunch of rats. Like, get out of here! Right. <laughs> I was just trying to think. Like, um, I think the most I had, I think I might have had Battle Cat. I think that was it. Oh no, no, I didn't have Battle Cat. I had the one that was on. God, I wish I'd watched more of this. So I remembered. What was Skeletor's cat's name? Panthro or something uh, like that. Panthro, no, no, it's I think. That, yeah, that's Thundercats. Um, oh man, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what the name was. I had that one. It was a big uh, uh, purple. Panther it was or velvet covered or something, wasn't there? Or yeah, something? yeah. I don't remember, but what did you? Uh... No, I had. I don't think I had Cringer, but I think I did have uh, Man at Arms's little flying thing. Oh, I remember that. that yeah, he's the, dead the, on. the Falcon Hawk thing or whatever that was. That armor something on. Like that. Yeah, Beakor. I don't know. Make up a name. I don't remember. <laughs> um, yeah, that right. was a big deal for me. The only thing that always bothered me though was 
they put out these storybooks and comic books with all these amazing art in it. And then you watch the cartoon, and I'm like, no, that's not what I had in my head at all. <laughs> no. They tried to come around later in life when it got re-released, and I just couldn't get on board with it. Yeah. It was way... <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the fact that it was an American animation company doing it, because most companies by then had been sending everything overseas. You know, yeah. Filmation was trying to do American stuff uh, solely. And I get where they were going. I kind of like the updated series. There was two updated series. In the ni- one was in the early 90s, where it was more of a sci-fi uh, bent, um, almost right. like Flash Gordon. And then there was the one, what, in 2002 on Cartoon Network. That one's a little more serious. I like that one. It's the original mm-hmm. series is real, like, oof. I guess if I was six, I would love this. But as an adult, it's a little yeah. rough. <laughs> yeah, that's why I try not to watch too many of my old shows anymore. Yeah. But, you know, preparing for this, I, I decided not to watch any He-Man because of that. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? Uh, honestly, you know me. I love cheesy. So yeah, we watch a lot of that stuff. I love the crap out of that movie. It was it sucked, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember like watching the villains and going, I don't know who that is. Uh, who's right. that? That kind of looks like okay. Uh, I guess they kind of got they got Skeletor right, and Evil Lynn is pretty good. But other than that, right. I was like. Where, where's Orko? How hard is it to exactly. hold someone on a, on strings or just put them on a platform and just don't show their feet? Uh, what is this Gwildar crap? <laughs> I would love to see, and probably get a lot of flack for this, but I would love to see a Masters of the Universe in the old ilk done today in live action. Uh, I'm looking at, I, I have been of the camp where the live action remakes of cartoons, I'm a little iffy on, yeah. but they're starting to get better. Well, the Ninja Turtles one was really a, a bad taste in my mouth. I actually enjoy the G.I. Yeah. Joe ones quite a bit. I, I think they're underrated. Yeah. Uh, Transformers, I thought they sucked. Um, maybe the first two are okay. Or no, I guess just the first one's okay. I don't know. It yeah. just seems like they're more focused on really shitty CGI instead of just good mm-hmm. practical effects mixed with uh, CGI. It would be kind of cool. When you say old ilk, do you mean like using the best of practical effects with Master? No, no, no. I meant, I meant old He-Man, original He-Man. Oh, not gotcha. the newer... Yeah redone things so i don't know that's not what i grew up with so it's not saying it's bad by any means but we could go without a prince valiant haircut seriously i don't think you're going to get an actor in a prince valiant haircut unless it's a parody (laughs) there's that i don't know we saw what was that uh there was a commercial or something a little while ago with the original human skeletor in it man what was that what what we'll get it we'll go back yeah it does sound familiar i don't remember but um did you watch she-ra i did yeah, she was yeah, like my again, jam because I, was... I forgot that Master Universe only lasted a couple seasons, and then she was what took over, and that's what me and my mm-hmm. sister watched together all the time. I actually liked it about as much, but honestly, looking at it, it's, it may have been written a little better, in my opinion. But maybe maybe they were still... uh, anticipating that uh, that age group had you know moved up, and they had to elevate the writing a little bit. Right, but you know, still it's still in that realm where oh, yeah, I was young and. Yeah, I won't watch it today. <laughs> yeah, they they say that they're going to do an updated, you know, a new movie. They, they say it's like every year and it never goes. I've been saying this for like 15 years back when John Woo was going to direct one. And yeah. they, they go, like, oh, hey, who are we going to cast? Who are we going to do in this? And like we have directors lined up. And then six months later, it's like, oh, that project's dead. <laughs> Didn't they do a new cartoon um, or in the process of making a new cartoon? They might have. I know they did a new She-Ra. She, what did I say? He-Man. Well, we were talking about She-Ra. Sorry, I went off yeah, on a Shira. Yeah, no, there is a new, <laughs> there, there is a new She-Ra. I'm sorry, I'm throwing you off. <laughs> no, you're good. 
I can't believe we spent this long on one cartoon, but this is important to me. <laughs> like I said, this is the probably, yeah, it probably fits really well at number one on my list. I yeah. Say, so. What uh, what would be your number two? Number two, DuckTales. DuckTales. Yeah, you know what? That has made every single person's list, I think, of all these right. episodes. Yeah, and we talked about this years ago when we first started the show, is that Gummy Bears gets no love for restarting yeah. modern-day animation. You know, someone put real quality and budget into it. And it was on for years, but it was never really that, that breakthrough show for uh, Disney. It was DuckTales that became the phenomenon. I mean, they had a live-action movie in theaters. And that thing yeah. launched um, Tailspin and, you know, uh, Darkwing Duck and all those cartoons, uh, Rescue Rangers. You know, none of those would be possible if it wasn't for the success of DuckTales. I can't believe I didn't put Rescue Rangers on here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Rescue Rangers. Okay. I got it on there. We're good. Yeah, DuckTales. Have oh, you seen the gosh. new one? I have not yet. I hear it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, some people are saying, like, especially as, like, they, vo they got the voice casting correctly. I don't know why I'm talking, like, a thousand miles a minute. It's weird. I should calm down. <laughs> hey, everybody. Wouldn't be you if it wasn't. How's it going? I've been drinking since I woke up. Wow. Oh, remember <laughs> that game we used to play with the tape recorder? The, when yes. We God. We'd just... stay up till 2 or 3 in the morning just playing. We record. We would record ourselves, kids, back when we had cassette tapes. We would record ourselves talking about the most nonsensical things on the planet, and then we would um, mess with the tape player. Like, what we do? Press down on two buttons at the same time. We had to keep it open, though, we'd in order to play. Yeah, we had to we had to do it in a certain way, and then we listened to ourselves super slow and then super fast. Didn't we even air some of our stuff like on the radio station super fast? I think so. I think yeah. that was ridiculous. We, we were back when we did it on reel to reel the first time. <laughs> reel to reel, they're like, "What's that? What's yeah. a cassette? What's a cart? Well, it's a tiny reel to reel." <laughs> yeah, you had to fix it with a pen. <laughs> That's right. No, no we used to do that all the time. It was ridiculous. Um. Yeah, DuckTales, I think we kind of covered everything that I've wanted to say about it because it's been on, like I said, every episode. But is there anything right. you want to say about it before we go to the next nah, thing? No, you probably touched on it. And I was like, it's number two on my list. Actually, oh, oh crap, I skipped one. It's actually number three on my list. Liar. Was you scumbag liar, you fraudulent fool. <laughs> oh, man, I just can't read, apparently. <laughs> I need my glasses fixed. I mean, glasses? I don't wear glasses. I'm uh -huh. not old. <clears throat> anyway. I said galoshes. It's, it's wet outside. I'm recording this out in the yard. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, you do live out east or west. <laughs> yeah, I'm not old. Dude, I you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, out by the Pacific Ocean, There's <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean. Anyway, I live in the uh, valley. I live in the valley now, so it's really dry. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Smurfs would have been my number two pick because I I remember watching the crap out of that one too. It's just even though they're probably how many seasons were there of that? I don't recall. Of what? I thought there were like 80 seasons of Smurfs, but there probably was like no. That thing that went no, it went on for a long time. It's one of the longest running cartoons of all time. Uh, I think it was oh, 10 okay. episodes or 10, 10 episodes. Wow, what a long season! <laughs> we're both losing it. It's way too early. Uh, I think it was like 10 seasons, and I just remember at the end because I watched it almost all the way through, and then they brought in the baby Smurfs. I think around like season seven or eight, and I was like, man, I'm kind of done with this. I don't remember that, and there's probably a good reason for that. <laughs> yeah, they're losing their audience. You know, Snorks. Snorks. We did an episode, remember? Smurfs and Snorks. But it felt like the Snorks mm -hmm. kind of took, took some of the heat off of Smurfs. And then by the time Snorks was canceled, you know, Smurfs was kind of like old hat. But it was one of those comfortable old hats. Like uh, yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks. You know, Alvin and the Chipmunks was on forever. But we only seem to remember like the first two seasons. Right. So, yeah. I remember uh, that was 
Yeah, we we did a whole episode about Smurfs. I think we went on a tangent about Gnap, 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 how we were, you know, biting each other on the butts or pretend to bite <laughs> each other on the butt. No, we don't really bite each other on the butts, but we would joke. I'm going to bite you yeah. on the butt and <laughs> turn you into a purple Smurf. <laughs> and people look at us strange and yeah. just kept walking. No, anyway. I, think, I think most people knew what we were talking about. That's a pretty infamous. It's like a psychotic <laughs> horror episode of the Smurfs. Right. Yeah. I love it. And I don't mind the movies. I haven't seen the third one. But the third one apparently returns to its roots, you know, back in the old days. And that's the one that I love. I love, I saw Smurfs and the Magic Flute like 150 times. Mm -hmm. And have you seen it lately? They changed a lot of the dialogue and the voiceover. And I'm like, what the hell is this nonsense? What? Yes, the new version of Smurfs and the Magic Flute is uh, from Shout Factory. And the voiceover is completely different. And some of the dialogue's been changed. And it's just not, Pee-wee's voice was so, hey, master, how's it going? You know, Johan and Pee-wee were great characters. And right. you listen to it, and you listen to, uh, Johan's voice is the same, but I think. But Pee-wee's voice is completely different, and it takes out all the fun. Well, were, were they not PC? I don't know. I just said, <laughs> I think they lost the audio track, and there's something to do with the American release. Oh. I don't know. But, um... I was just so bummed. That is a fun movie. No one seems to remember that one. Well, I'm glad to hear it was technical reasons and not stupidity. Yeah, maybe. Anyway. <laughs> Usually, I'm sure somebody has it like loaded up. The original version has it loaded up to YouTube. Right. I've got a bunch of episodes around here somewhere I started trying to accumulate. but Yeah, I have. I still have Smurfs somewhere around here, like little tiny Smurfs. I think we have, because they're... When the movie came out, the Smurfs came out at yeah, McDonald's. We started collecting those, and we've got all of those. Are they the same style as they used to be? You remember the old PVC right. ones? Used to? Do you remember Children's Palace at all? Oh yeah. So it was the precursor to uh, Toys R Us. Right, or Children's they, Palace. Side by side. If for people who don't know, Children's Palace was a small franchise throughout the Great Lakes region. I refuse to call it the Midwest because we're not even close to the West. Um, the Great Lakes region called Children's Palace, and it literally was a palace. Like, they designed the entire building to have, like, uh, castle keeps and, and, and peaks and stuff like that. And it was amazing, little flags everywhere. And you would go in, and the first thing I ever saw when I went in there was this giant display case of Smurfs because people were stealing them like crazy. And back then there were five, like five ninety nine or something like that, because they were red hot. It sounds like nothing now, but five ninety nine in nineteen eighty three was a lot of money. Mm -hmm. and you see them now. I go to like little independent toy stores, and they still have Smurfs. That's where I got the ones that I have now. I have like four of them, and they're still the same exact PVC toys I loved as a kid. Okay, yeah, I had forgotten that it actually looked like an actual palace. I'm looking at pictures now. Yeah. It was great, yeah. Bit. And then, and then, I mean, but yeah, for a kid though, it's amazing. For a kid, it was awesome. Yeah, and then yes. Toys R Us took over kind of late for us. I feel like Toys R Us came in around like ninety five, ninety six, or something like that, and took over. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they're done, which is sucky because now there's no massive toy stores anymore. No, it's all like, Amazon. Yeah, but it's but weird because I'm, I'm guilty. But, to I, I but, but here's the thing: but... is, toys are more of a tangible item. It's like clothing. You want to be there. You want to look at it up close. You don't want to like look at it online. It's not the same thing. It's not like a movie or a book. It's one of those things where you have to be there at the time. And, and if, if I was a kid and I was told to look for it in a... Well, hold on a second. I forgot there was the catalogs. Remember we used to peruse the Sears yes. and JCPenney catalogs for toys? And that didn't seem to be a problem. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Grandma used to bring the big JCPenney catalog to uh, Thanksgiving dinner. And we would 
you know, circle what we want. Of course, we always circled the, the 5,000 piece racetrack. And that, but, you <laughs> yeah, know. but you had to circle yeah. it with a turkey ladle. Just That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, grandma always did, did awesome for us. That was awesome. <laughs> but, um, she knew what was best for us. But yeah, I remember, I think it's a big thing is, parents don't want to be there and have the kids touching them and <laughs> right yeah like, tear, you tore that open now i gotta buy it great awesome um great i always thought those the, the list that i would make i feel so bad now when i would make a list from one of those catalogs because like my sister was pretty frugal and, and she's like oh i'd have have half a page i'm like <clears throat> so on page three here i have addendums that say <laughs> <laughs> which figure is just I rip it what? out and give it to them. I want this yeah <laughs> chapter one <laughs> you're pulling it apart like a tell scroll you why I need this in the day of 1983 on page one he demands <laughs> yeah I love those old catalogs do you do you remember service merchandise and how you couldn't touch anything? Oh my gosh! They had the yes. glass cases and you would have to look at everything. And if you wanted something, you had to go up with like the number or something like that up to the counter, and they would bring it out on this conveyor belt. Yeah, just barely remember that place because. Yeah. Well, know, I think there's only one. It's, it's uh, <laughs> I think it was in Southtown Mall or something like that. And I just remember when they went out of business, I was like, Nah, you should be shocked if you can't have that one-on-one thing with a, a, an item, it's harder to have the desire to buy it. Yeah. Well, if it was in Southtown Mall, I can understand why it's behind glass. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that place, man, because you know my dad worked there towards the end of that mall. And I just remember, like, over the years, just a, it became a vacant wasteland. You had the food uh, food cart, or sorry, not the food court, the food court, and, uh-huh. and then there were, like, six random buildings, just that's it. That was, it was, like, it had a capacity for 80 stores, but at the end, it was just Sears and, like, six other things. And, like, for some weird reason, an indoor mini golf. I don't know why that was there. Yeah. <laughs> we lived down there. Well, Dave did as well. Lived down there behind there. And the only thing that was there when we lived there was the police used their parking lot to do practice. Yeah. yeah that's, that's <laughs> practice driving. Yeah, driver, so. <laughs> yeah, I think it was driver training in, like, office buildings and stuff like that. Like, DMV got moved in there. That's what happened to the malls, kids. They're all turning into, they oh. call it cross pollination buildings oh i have a little bit of this have a little bit of that <laughs> you remember the uh the safety place they had there where you could ride around on your big wheels and... yes! yes safety village so cool. holy crap i remember those those are great oh that was awesome Ugh. i think Boy, we're getting we're on tangents we're good at this guys i know i, know, I love this okay, this <laughs> might end up being a four-parter um <laughs> what's next on your list thundercats very yeah. much in the same he-man elk but yeah my Actually, problem i Transformers and Thund- or not Transformers, uh, Thundercats and He-Man, they both have the same problem that bugs me to no end, and, and Mask had it too. Is the cutesy side character? I know it's after the little kids. I'm a grown up. I don't want Orko. I don't want Cringer. I don't want. Uh, um, I can't remember the the character from Mask. He was like a little robot who talked in a cutesy voice. I don't want that. I don't remember that. I just can't. I just can't do it. I- the cutesy character. Ugh. Mask made my second list. They were my honorable mention list, so mm-hmm. I don't remember a whole lot. But I had one toy, and I can't even remember which yeah, one that I was. Yeah, I had the purple motorcycle, <laughs> I think, that, that had, had wings that pop out. I have to say, though, the, the new revised Thundercats, I loved it. I heard it's pretty rad. It is very good, or was very good. I'm not sure they're still doing it. but No, no, I think that was a long time ago. I think it was like 15 years ago. <clears> that it, it only lasted a couple seasons. 
I, I saw the... Wait, wait, hold on. Are we talking about that new one where it's super cartoony? 15 years ago? Well, I know no. that no, there, there was a Thundercats back in like 2002, 2003 that was on Cartoon Network. Are you talking about that new one that's really cartoony? 2011. Thundercats 2011 oh, series would be the one I'm talking okay, about. Okay, so there's even more Thundercats than I thought. So there's four Thundercats series. Wow. Let's see. It later had reruns on Adult Swim's Toonami, Block Alongside, Symbionic Titan. Uh, 26, what does it say? Planned for 52 episodes and shorted it down to 26 and canceled shortly after season one. Oh. Finished airing. Yeah. It, I thought it was really good. I don't understand why it didn't make it. But. You know, nostalgia can sometimes be blinding. Everybody thought kids would show up for Gem and the Holograms movie and nobody showed up for that. So. Just because Thunder of the Cats heart- Roar, I think, is the one you're talking about. Okay, okay. The one that's really cartoony. Yeah. That one I'm not yeah. too keen on, but who knows? I have to see it first. But um, yeah, yeah. This is that that holy trilogy for me was Thundercats, Silverhawks, and Tiger Sharks. Mm. No one ever remembers Tiger Sharks because it wasn't its own show. It was put in with another show. But I loved those cartoons. Yeah, I was just uh, right before we started this, was listening to the mask theme, and then it went into Tiger Sharks intro, and I'm like, I don't remember this. Yeah, I love Tiger Sharks <laughs> with an unwavering passion. Um, yeah, this is from uh, Rankin Bass, and they didn't do a whole lot of animation, like um, hand-drawn animation. They mostly did the classic, you know, the, the holiday stop-motion animation uh, ones that we love so much. But they did venture off every once in a while into hand-drawn animation, and this was like their big, big show. This was on for a while, it feels like, and this is one of those syndicated, you'd always saw it. Like, you rushed home from school to catch it before, you know, Happy's Place would move on to another show. <laughs> Right, right. God, Happy's Place. I miss Happy. Rest in peace, Yeah, man. We, all, we all do. There was the other Happies, and mind you, I understand what they were trying to do, but they just could not capture the energy that him that he had. It was just no. amazing. Mike Fry. No. Uh, I think he there's a documentary a... on him now in a book about his life, and he died very young. But oddly enough, he left um, Happy's Place to go design um, gourmet fortune cookies, and they're still around mm-hmm. today. They're really actually tasty. I had some. I think he was, he was trying to do, because he was an inventor at heart. He tried to do a bunch of stuff, and he landed on this, and it worked out pretty good. I've not tried any yet. I really need to. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I, I think he's still over. It's been over a decade since I had him. But, um, yeah, it was just like he thought it was time to move on, because that's not a, what he originally intended on doing, uh, was be a children's host for so long. It was just one of those, back in the day, before all the networks ate up the independent stations, there was, like, just this wild energy... Um, and you see it in UHF, like where these stations with no money, all they have is like rerun money and then like, let's create some independent, like our own stuff. It was always kind of offbeat and mm-hmm. weird. It was um, a more um, punk rock version of Bozo Show. Then there was the morning, Froggy's Place. Froggy's Place. How's it going, <laughs> kids? I'm going to blow my throat out. Ow! Oh, sorry. That was my Wolfman Jack voice. Sorry. <laughs> all right, kids. Did you know Wolfman Jack had a cartoon? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, it was only, I think, seven episodes. It was called Wolf Rock TV. And as far as everybody knows, it does not exist because they included music videos in the show. And no one can buy the rights. And it's never been found on, like, a VHS tape. No one's ever taped and loaded up to YouTube. It is completely lost. No. That sucks, right? Ugh. Yeah, that's... A lot of shows like that, unfortunately. Yeah, I think Kid Video was like that. Didn't we have to find that bootleg on YouTube because of the music Pretty rights? Much. Yeah, that sucks. Sorry, I'm yawning, kids. Ugh. Um, what's next on our list? 
Next on my list would have been, uh, well, Voltron. Yeah, Voltron's the one that I never got to see as a kid, but clearly everybody else did. How did you see it? Because we grew up in the same area. We did, but I had a grandma who had the channels that had it on there, so I was able to watch it that way. But well. Yeah, because that was a syndicated show, and the only place you could see syndicated cartoons was on Super 55. Um, and we never had Voltron. I never saw it. I did. I read the comic books when I was a kid, but that was it. That's when I was, you know, like I said, the high-dollar toys. I never, ever had a single cat. Uh, I was awesome that my son found it on his own. He was watching oh, wow. cartoons on on. Netflix, I think it was, or Hulu, one at the time, and he found Thundercats, or excuse me, Thundercats, uh, the new Voltron, and it's actually pretty good. So uh, I introduced him to the olden Voltron, and he loves it just as much. And it's, because I thought maybe it might be an opportunity for me to, you know, get those toys I never got when I was younger. But it's, <laughs> I look at them now, they're like, <laughs> still cost way too much. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Have you checked out Robotech yet? No, I have not. You see, that's kind of in the same vein as Voltron. He might like that. It's more sophisticated. So maybe a couple years down the road when he's like a teenager, he'll get into it because I think it is supposed to be like PG-13 cartoons. But um, right. yeah, Voltron is something I completely missed out. I understand totally what the fascination was. I like those comic books. You know what's fun is most of the cartoons we liked as a kid had a comic book. Um, I mean, DC and Marvel both did Master Universe and there was Thundercats. Because I remember there was a line of comics called Star Comics, and they were a little bit cheaper, and they were always kid-focused. And that's where you get your, like, She-Ra and He-Man and Thundercats and Peter Porker, the amazing Spider-Ham. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the new no, Spider-Verse movie? No, I haven't. Uh, it comes out today on video, so I'm going to try to rent it this weekend. It comes out today? Yeah. Well, I know what I'm doing. All right. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, I'm not hopefully. The theater, but... Jacob usually gives me his voodoo. Um, his voodoo numbers or whatever so I can load it up voodoo. to my account. He's giving you his voodoo. <laughs> yeah, he has a little doll of me at home and whenever I do episodes with someone else he stabs me a little bit right in the butt. Ah! That's why you keep doing that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just love those old cartoons and, and the fact that universes could continue beyond animation. I mean, Transformers and G.I. Joe are notorious for keeping the light going way after the cartoon ended. And, um, you know, and they're part of that, you know, kickstarting the revival. Now, I get why, like, you know, Voltron <clears throat> and uh, Thundercats, they have a cult audience, but it never really broke through to the mainstream, you know, when it comes to nostalgia. It's kind of mm -hmm. surprising, though, because Thundercats was a phenomenon, and apparently everywhere else besides where I lived, so was Voltron. <laughs> I got to ask you a question about G.I. Joe. Maybe we got to do that when we get to it, huh? Yeah, yeah, we'll wait till we get Never to it. What's, uh, what's we'll the next wait till we get to it. TMNT. Oh, they said TNT. I was like, the whole network? Jeez, you're not very picky. <laughs> <laughs> yep, for the minute uh, I woke up, I would just watch colorized versions of old black and white films. That's what I did. I loved it. Does that, that count great. as animation? <laughs> Actually, does that count as animation since they had to color over? <laughs> yes. I, I completely. <laughs> it's rotoscoping on a, on a weird degree. <laughs> it looks like stop motion. Yeah, anyway. TMNT. Um, I always like to ask people uh, what they think of the new movies. <laughs> it's usually never a good answer. It's, yeah, I'm have to go side with them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I what I what I do appreciate is the fact that Part Two really dived into that universe and grabbed like oh. all sorts of crazy characters. I'm like, well, that's amazing to do in live action, and um, yeah. 
but I still stick with the originals. Man, that first one was so amazing. Second one's okay. The vanilla ice part is a little ugh. But three, eh, I, I kind of bail on three. Uh, well, I was really big into vanilla ice, so I got to kind of stick with the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> ninja, ninja, rap. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Anyway. The uh, yeah. I wore... Uh, so I had seen the original episodes, like uh, I think it aired in 88 or 89, and I thought they were awesome. And then I found a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sweatshirt in uh, like a Kohl's or something like that. And I bought it and wore it to school within like the first week of me moving to Crestview, you know, over to Huntington and uh, getting endless amounts of crap about it. And I was so embarrassed that I didn't want to wear it anymore. And lo and behold, what happens two weeks later? The Ninja Turtles movie comes out and everybody's wearing Ninja Turtles stuff. And I'm like, I wasn't a nerd. I was just ahead of everybody else. That's right. Yeah, I do just, what you gotta do, bro. Then I was like, I was cool for one week, and then I was like, who's this fucking dork? <laughs> <laughs> you do you, man. That's the way you should be. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I just remember like what a phenomenon it became afterwards. Like everybody's just so crazy for it. Do you remember the crappy, um, uh, what was that like the live action tour that they did where they would do songs? I don't even know how they how they do that. Yes, like, had to be limp syncing, right? They had to have like audio recordings. Right, right. Yeah. I remember that. I never got to actually see it, but... They were on Oprah. Do you remember that? Like, that was a phenomenon. I was like, okay, I guess that's a, <laughs> that's a noteworthy episode of Oprah to remember that they needed to be on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not seen that. I'm going to have to look it up. It's out there. <laughs> if it was any other show, you know it would end with, Leonardo is my baby daddy! <laughs> <laughs> so who was your favorite turtle? Uh, it's always been Mikey. Why? No, it's not Mikey. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. I just said that without even thinking. No, it's Donnie. It's Donnie. I love Donatello. I love the Bo staff. I love his surfer attitude. I love the fact that Corey Feldman did his voice, I think, perfectly in my head. Uh, Donnie's great. Right. Mikey's probably my second. I always thought Raphael was a jerk. Everybody thinks he's so awesome. He's a Wolverine of the group, and I've never been a big Wolverine fan, so. Uh-oh. I know. That? I know. I've always been more of an Iceman or Nightcrawler or the Beast. I just, I, I think Wolverine's a jerk. I don't know. See, I was young and I really didn't know any better. And I picked Raphael because ah. I love the sigh. I love the sigh. Yeah. So, well, you yeah. seem like a Leonardo. You have that, that more <laughs> pensive uh, leader quality and, and the fact that he was just a master of the katanas. Katanas would have been cool. But I was more. If I had to pick. See, that's my problem. I didn't pick them on the, really their attitude. It was on their weapon. Yeah. Did you, did you think it was weird when you watched the movie and he swore? You're like, whoa. It was a little weird. It was a little off-putting. Yeah. I was like, hey, I'm not – I didn't expect this at all. <laughs> the um, Yeah, the cartoon, that was one of those that just kept going and going and going. And it wasn't just because of the fan base. It was because of the creative writing. I mean they were just always coming up with crazy characters and storylines that were so much more um, world-building, I think, than most cartoons. Yeah. Have you ever seen – there is a video online – where they make the pizzas that were in the cartoon and see how disgusting they were. Oh no! Oh, you gotta see this. I'll try to find the clip for you. It's a, uh, um, uh, what is it? I can't remember the guy's name. The video game nerd, um, James Rolfe. He does it. It's where they make all the pizzas and they try and it's just like, okay, habanero sauce and marshmallows. <laughs> oh no, thank you. Yeah, that's awful. Um, yeah, TMNT, that is another one that makes most of these lists because it's just, it's so entertaining. It's so much fun. 
and uh, it, it didn't exhaust itself. It, 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 here's the one thing I think that helped the show is, yes, every single year they had a new toy line, but it was almost always the same characters. So the cartoon wasn't forced to add those characters in, which was always a problem with me and G.I. Joe Transformers with the comic book and the cartoon is, how are they going to wedge these guys in? And it just That's one mm-hmm. thing that never dragged TMNT down. It's always been the core group. Uh, it's like, sorry, I just found the I found the Oprah thing. Oh no! <laughs> I got off on my off tangent here. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Come back in, Ron. And right. I know that they tried to do a fourth movie, and I think somehow that morphed into the Next Mutation, which is a really terrible, terrible TV show that was more influenced by Power Rangers. And uh, what are, what are some of those crappy shows? Uh, I remember Dave used to watch one, like Big Bad Beetleborgs, I think was one of them. I love that show. You did? You guys like, yeah. I don't get you guys sometimes. And, well, here's uh, the thing. I look at it now and I wonder what the heck was it. Yeah, yeah. Like. Well, there was another one that was like that, like Cyber Samurai Teenagers or something like that, I remember. Right. But TMNT the same was... Thing is a small... They've got something going on because apparently it just keeps going and going. Right. And going. I can't believe Saban now has its own studio where it regularly releases. I could say the word regularly. <laughs> <laughs> regularly releases, like, name movies. I mean, they're doing the new uh-huh. Jay and Silent Bob. It's so strange. Like, they, they're releasing movies with, you know, Nicolas Cage, John Travolta. Mind you, they're on the lower end of their career, but they're still names. And, you know, and my, my buddy uh, Chad had one of his movies released by Saban. I'm just like, how did they go from this little tiny, you know, uh, animation, live action studio making the cheesiest crap to doing, you know, uh, studio films? It's, it's so strange. Because there's people like us out there that like cheesy crap. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that Power Rangers movie is garbage, though, man. They just can't get a lot of these right. But Power Rangers is always kind of garbage anyway, so I have to give it a great oh. assault. That was one of those, I, oh man, I watched it, I saw the previews, I'm thinking, oh my word, this actually looks good. Yeah, so That's boring That's what I hate though. about previews. Oh. <laughs> I remember sitting through it, and like the first hour, I'm like, God, is anything going to happen? I keep waiting for something <laughs> to happen. I'd rather watch the old 95 version, which at least has some fun, cheesy CGI, you know, the slime creature, whatever he was. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> my son started getting into it for a little while there but he has a little bit of an issue with shows that have a bunch of fighting in it and then he just takes it and runs with it oh boy <laughs> and then it just well gets to be trouble. fair so we had to stop <laughs> i think we all did that after watching karate kid <laughs> yeah we all thought we, we were martial arts masters for some reason until our we dads just basically said what are you doing what are you doing stop kicking me <laughs> Until the first time I tried to use the crank kick on someone and oh, realized God. it. That's not really a good Yeah, I did that. Move. I remember doing that to this kid, Phil, my freshman year of high school, and he caught my foot and then dragged me around the floor in science class. <laughs> <laughs> caught my foot, just like plopped on my butt, and then he just pulled me around a little bit, and he goes, are you cool? And I go, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Knock it off. Miyagi lied to me. I don't know where we are on the list. Where are we at? <laughs> Oh, man, where are we? Where are we? Number seven, Tailspin. Now, that's the legitimate spinoff from DuckTales, correct? Launchpad yes. McQuack. Because I get that confused with... What's the one with the bear? The bear is a... Uh, uh, Wait, is that Tailspin? Well, no, I got it wrong. Sorry, my bad. Um, Darkwing Duck is the spinoff of DuckTales, because okay. Launchpad is in that. Oh, okay, Tailspin right, okay, is yeah, not. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, my bad. 
Yeah, that's another yeah, that's one, that's one like, with Baloo. Yeah, that's the one with like, uh, oh, oh yeah, from uh, uh, Jungle Book. It's a spinoff from Jungle Book, right? Um, yep. Which a lot of these, a lot of these uh, old cartoons from Disney were spinoffs, like uh, Goof Troop and like the previous ones that we mentioned. Uh, the only ones, well, no, I guess Mighty Ducks was too because the movie. Wow, they really just capitalized on their uh, <laughs> their properties that they owned, huh? They did. They did. The um. I always wondered why they never did a Rescuers uh, TV show, because I thought those guys were fun. Rescuers. That's the, like the Rescuers Down Under? Yeah, because, I mean, there was a sequel, yes. but it seemed like that would be fun to do as a series. Um, so Tailspin kind of encapsulates a lot of what you love from the Rescuers and Rescue Rangers and DuckTales, like high-flying adventure, which I think is why Disney connected a little bit better, because it wasn't about violence. It wasn't about selling toys. It was yeah. uh, just like, hey, what can we do with an animation? Let's let's kickstart this. Let's capture kids. Um, what's going on in their head? Their high flying adventures. Let's get that and put it into a cartoon. And I think that's why they're so successful. I think the rescuers would have been awesome, but in my opinion, if you can't get the character, the character, actors that did their voices and stuff, I don't know yeah, if they like it as much. I guess that's true because you're never going to get Bob <laughs> Newhart to do a syndicated show. Um, right or Ava Gabor. Yeah, <laughs> like right. I forgot that she was the voice. I haven't seen that movie yeah. forever. John Candy in that too. I think he's in the second one because he was. Yeah, I don't think he was really a name. I remember Tristan Rogers. Remember Scorpio from General Hospital? <laughs> he's yeah. in the Rescue Down Under. My sister met him actually. <laughs> Mr. Curly Hair. No, Scorpio. Scorpio yeah, was him, the blonde Australian guy. Yeah, yeah, the curly-headed guy, the greatest American hero wannabe. <laughs> no, 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 you got it wrong. That's that's um, that's Tony, crap. You know he played Mar uh, Milo in UHF. He um, Tony. Oh, they were the the the, the hot couple during the uh, '80s uh, before Jack Wagner and. Um, boy, my mind is gone, isn't this? I'm gonna look this up. Oh, it was, what were the names? Yeah, I just looked it up. I got you. Robert Scorpio, I see it now. Okay. Yeah. Who was the guy I'm thinking of, though? It was the couple on General Hospital. Luke and Laura. Luke and Laura. Luke and Laura. Yeah, you're yeah, thinking sorry. of whatever that guy is. Luke. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, different couple. Um, yeah, so uh, Tailspin, yeah, that's a really good one. I think that it's kind of forgotten and kids should discover it. I think what the problem is is that Disney didn't bother releasing, I think, only one set on DVD, and it's never in their uh, streaming services. But, you know, with their new streaming service, Disney Plus, coming in, well, like, December or something like that, they're going to do the entire catalog. And hopefully new kids will discover, like, these classic cartoons. I'd say Tailspin's theme song is one of my favorites, too. Like, oh, 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 oh. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's like... Um, well, what's after Tailspin? Well, after Tailspin, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Uh, I prefer the 94 series, but I have to give credit to Amazing Friends for getting me into reading comic books. My first two subscriptions and how I learned to read was from Incredible Hawk and Spider-Man. And I wouldn't yeah. have watched or I wouldn't have read either one of those if it wasn't for that little cartoon block. What is that? We were picking 80s cartoons here, but I'm with you in that. I prefer the 90s show myself, but... There's a place in your heart for the 80s one. And and yes. what I loved, and I think that's why Iceman is one of my favorite superheroes is because of that cartoon. Um, I, it's sad that Firestar has never really become part of the Marvel Universe. Like, she was in New Warriors, but she was never, like, one of the, you know, top-tier superheroes. Like, they're making Captain Marvel and stuff like that. I'm like, 
uh, for me as a kid, Firestar was my jam. You know, I'm just shocked that she's never had her own cartoon or put into any of the movies. I mean, I think she's technically part of the X-Men universe, but maybe it's because Phoenix negates her usefulness. I don't know. Right. She had microwave yeah, powers, and maybe she's only good for, like, roasting baked potatoes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't don't belittle that power. <laughs> Everybody's got to eat. Everybody's anyway. waiting for their food. She's like, I'm done already. So, you know, screw you guys for not putting me on the A-list roster. <laughs> That's right. I'm here to fight crime, not make your sandwich. Come on. You know, it's funny is I remember <laughs> that show was so popular that they reran it for like five years after it was canceled. Like I didn't know that I was watching reruns. None of us knew we were watching reruns. And nope. uh, we just thought we were watching new episodes. And I was like, oh, this ended a while ago. Huh. Like Teen Wolf. We discussed that years ago. That was rerun mm-hmm. for like the next three years, even though it was only on for one season. Yeah. Our other show touches on that a lot. I'm, I'm still amazed that there are so many shows out there that only have, that have like 13 or 16 episodes yeah. or something like that. That's it. Well, Dragon's like, Lair, really? I, Dragon's Lair, I think was 13 episodes, but they reran it so much that you thought pole position. I, that was on for years after it was canceled. I'm like, then why don't you make more episodes stupid if there's still an audience? Well, I've always said when, when we go through these shows, I, mean, I, I sit back and think, how on earth did I ever find time to play outside? I, which know. I know I did a lot of. Yeah. But that ex- probably explains why I never realized that there's only a few episodes of certain my favorite shows. Yeah, there was a cutoff point where your parents were like, <clears throat> go outside, please. Right? <laughs> if I got like, to noon once, Storybook, oh, what is that, ABC Storybook Special, you know, with OG yes. Readmore, if that was ending, your butt better be outside or that TV's going off and you're in trouble. <laughs> yep, yep. I cheated, Fine. though. I cheated, though. When I was about 11 years old, we had a little portable black and white TV, and I would just sit outside on the picnic table and watch baseball. <laughs> Watching cartoons in black and white. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. Destroy the point. <laughs> the um, Yeah, that I forgot. What was the last cartoon we just said? You just said it, and I forgot already. We just said Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man, wow. yeah. The, so that was a lot of nine. The one thing I think the problem with it um, that bothered me compared to the 90s series is it never really deep dived into the comic book universe. It seemed like a lot of the episodes were not geared towards the classic villains. Like if Hobgoblin showed up and I was like super excited. and um, But then some episodes just didn't seem to tap into the known villains and I was like, no, nah, this is kind of a bummer. Is it? That's the difference between you and I. I didn't get into the comics as much yeah. as when I was younger because, like I said, I didn't have any way. Mom wouldn't have bought them for me, and I'm like, whatever. So I only had like a handful of comics ever in my life. Yeah, you so, never were a big comic book guy. I mean, not until college, and that was only really Savage Dragon and X-Men. Yep, pretty much. And then I'm like, I was more of a music guy. My collections involved cassette tapes. Yeah. Oh, you Pop had books. you had exquisite collection. <laughs> One to be prized by the gods. <laughs> <laughs> Which, unfortunately, it sits in a box here somewhere, and I bet half of them aren't usable anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, that's okay. That's that's the nature of cassettes. They were cheaper and uh, more disposable, I guess. Um, Man of War. That'll always sit in my Every time I think of Man of War, I think about discovering that in your little vault of uh, cassettes. I'm like, what is this? I've never heard of this band. That's some serious well, that falsetto. Still, Woo! That one still works. I can I know that by because it sits in my garage. Yeah. But uh, and but, yes, I still have a cassette player. But uh, has the falsetto <laughs> changed? Is it more like oh? <laughs> no, it actually plays well. Thankfully. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, but that being said, 
you know, I thank God for Spotify because oh, it's yeah. on there now too. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I'm not one of those uh, purists that has to have it on cassette. That's or weird. Yeah, or vinyl. or vinyl. This is although ex- I love vinyl. Yeah, this is but... the exquisite limited edition with gold foil wrap, and if you turn it right, it has a hologram in it. You can see the the guitarist playing the song as it's playing. And like, how much is that? But you can't play it. Yeah, it, don't touch it. No scratches. <laughs> it's one hundred and thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's okay. Spotify costs nothing. Thank you. <laughs> right. Thank you. Then you're not a true uh, audiophile. <laughs> yeah, you're a true tool. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm looking up. How do I, how do I rip collection? What's the best way to rip my collection to my digital drive so I can access it from any computer and that sort of thing? I'm like, I get 99% of the the results telling me how to do it from an audio files perspective. And I was like, dude, I just want an MP3 that'll barely take up any space. <laughs> right. I don't you know? need ad track or whatever weird format that Neil Young's trying Black. to create. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Um, where are we at? <laughs> We're really we, – I love going on these tangents. Number though. nine. I think that's what Number separates nine, our show from the rest. Uh, sometimes when me and Jacob do it, we go real clinical, and, and sometimes it's not as uh, – um, it doesn't connect to the audience as much. And sometimes when we go off on these tangents, I think people really appreciate it, except that one woman who got so angry that we went on tangents. She was so furious. <laughs> get to the point. Get to the point. Yeah. Um, lady. What's next? We, we appreciate We appreciate your uh, – <laughs> Your patronage, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, number nine, I'm on GI Joe. Number I don't know nine, why it's so low on the list. But like nine. I said, I made this in no particular order. Yeah. Number nine. Yeah, GI Joe is one of my favorites. Though the cartoon's getting harder and harder to watch, it really is. I was more of a hardcore comic book fan. I've read every single issue of the Marvel run. Um, I've kind of enjoyed some of the newer stuff. They killed Lady J, man. Bunch of jerks. Mm-hmm. They killed they killed a bunch of them. But I remember around uh, the early '90s, they realized they had too many characters and no way to juggle them, so they decided to murder all of them. And uh, Quick Kick, one of my favorite characters, is gone. <laughs> Doc is gone. Breaker's gone. Breaker was my first GI Joe toy. I sadly had no GI Joe toys. None ever. Yeah. None. Well, you were never you never seemed to be part of like the violence of it all. You like the mystical, fantastical qualities of it. You never really were a big. I feel like when we watched movies a lot, you liked the more um, fantastical instead of like you didn't really watch like Rambo and Dirty Harry and stuff like that. You know, with lots of like you know, whip out the machine gun and mow people down. You're more like these big fantastical ideas. You're like my peaceful yeah. friend. As I got older, I connected more <laughs> to you because I became more peaceful. <laughs> A peaceful friend who listens to Man of War all the time. <laughs> well, hold on a second. Music, does, music doesn't Testament, mean. Testament, Megadeth, anyway. Now, um, you just gave credence to that music leads to violence. Damn it. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I, I am a firm believer that you yeah, the are person, in charge of what The person works, inside so. you, the media doesn't alter that. You have to have that in yes. you already. But, um, yeah. Yeah, G.I. Joe was my jam. My God, I had so many. I, that's the one I collected the longest. I think I started with the very first run, which was relaunched in 82 with the Kung Fu Grip and the three-point, you know, the smaller figures. When I see the original G.I. Joes, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have wanted that as a kid at all. Those things are enormous, and they can't move. It's just weird. I always wanted some. I, I enjoyed the vehicles. You said I'm more of the fantastical. I think I was, I was definitely there, like fantasy shows and that sort of thing. But I was very much a tech guy too, so anything sci-fi related or yeah. along those lines, it was there too. But uh, obviously Voltron, that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, I got there as I got older. 
Um, well, you know, my dad was real meat potatoes, and that's all we'd watch, like the hardcore action films. My mom was more the right. cerebral, sci-fi, fantastical one. And so as I got older, I connected more with that kind of world because the imagination just explodes with these insane ideas. Like, I hated Crawl right. as a, a kid. I didn't get it. And as an adult, I'm like, yeah, it's flawed, but it's fantastic. I really don't... You know, now that you bring it up, I don't think I really... You know, my mom was more uh, the one who brought the movies home and that sort of stuff. So we, I grew up loving Star Trek and that sort of stuff when yeah. I was younger. Um, but it, did, it wasn't until you guys that I started really watching. I don't think I saw Rambo for the first time until I was in high school. I did not see uh, any of the uh, like Conan stuff like that. Like the R-rated you stuff. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> So. Well, then we blame our movie parties for that. The chair, everybody, <laughs> right. the chair. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. I, I have a, I've had it in my mind for the last month or so to find that movie and watch it again. Oh, it's on YouTube. We did it as one of our podcasts for Trash Cinema a couple years ago. And it's, is it every still bit? No, it's actually, it's actually, it it's better. It's better than we thought it was. <laughs> Remember, we thought it was the most ridiculous, awful thing we'd ever seen. And I watched it, I was like, well, it's okay. I watched it with Prison, which is a very similar concept. Um, mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll try to find the clips for though. Uh, where are we at? Oh, yeah, is Shocker? Yeah, Shocker is kind of like that. Yeah, a lot of electric uh, keeping people. House 3, a.k.a. Horror Show. Um, There's a lot of those mm -hmm. kind of movies back then. That's what they do back in the day, is if something hit and was popular, they would do like 90 versions of that immediately. So there's lots of ripoffs of G.I. Joe. Do you remember there was a Rambo cartoon? Yep. I, I actually watched a few of those, but yeah, there was Chuck Norris and the Karate Commandos. A lot <laughs> yes. of like GI Mask. The Karate Kid. Yeah, the Mask. Mask seemed like it was kind of a derivative of GI Joe, which now it is because Hasbro has combined that entire universe now in the comic books. Really? They're trying to do it in the movies because you remember there was GI Joe versus Transformers. That was like the only crossover. And that would actually be kind of cool, I think. It would, but the problem is they already covered that ground because if you watch the movies, Josh Duhamel and Tyrese Gibson's team is almost G.I. Joe. Right. So it'd be kind of like nothing new. So I think they're holding off a bit. So if I remember correctly, God, I'm trying to remember this. The Hasbro universe is now Transformers, G.I. Joe, Mask, Rom, which is kind of obscure, um, Visionaries? And there's, not, an, there's another one in there somewhere. Um, Rainbow Bright. I think Rainbow Bright's Bright. So Rainbow Bright's oh going to kick gosh. the crap out of Megatron. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to ride in on her unicorn or Pegasus. What is she? <laughs> the Care Bears are going to hop in and blind Starscream with their love power. Uh, Care Bears stare. Yeah, that's what Care it is. Bears Care Bears stare. Stare. <laughs> The Care Bears stare. I forgot that. You know, I've been you trying to find... Bears that you squeeze, and they, they're smiley, they're cuddly, but when you squeeze them, they turn evil. Oh, what? Seen those toys? No. What? Uh, they look like cutesy little teddy bears, or whatever animals, but when you squeeze them, their mouth opens, they like bare teeth, and their eyes go... Oh, my God, so are they, like... they're scare bears? <laughs> That's what I was going to say, Ooh. maybe. What about werebears? <laughs> Why is it always wolves? Why is it never werebears, or were ducks or were, uh squirrels? Why is it always wolves? There's never any other animal. I don't know. <laughs> right, I forgot. I end okay, so I canceled my internet because uh, I just want to save some money for a little bit. I need to catch up on all the movies that I have sitting around here, so I canceled it for a while. And I went to look up Hasbro verse and uh, I forgot I have, I have no internet. <laughs> Where is it? Techie Toys Halloween. 
Feisty Pets Evil Plush Dolls. Okay, so it's not, it's not a legitimate spinoff. I thought maybe the Care Bears people no. were just like, let's go crazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, this is no more than just bears. It's like unicorns and raccoons and like, just okay. look it up. Gotcha. Evil bear toys. Anyway. Um, okay, so number 10. Were we done with G.I. Joe? Yeah, I think yeah we're done with G.I. Joe. We discussed it so many times on the show. Okay, well, this doesn't leave much to the... Kind of touched on already, but Darkwing Duck is on my list yeah. as well. So. I just love that cartoon. It was basically Disney creating their own DC Universe kind of guy before they bought Marvel and had no use for Darkwing Duck or Gargoyles, right. which is basically a comic book. Oh, I forgot about Gargoyles. Yeah, they really crap. Well, you have a second list. I thought we were separating this in 80s and 90s, <laughs> but Darkwing Duck is 90s. So, huh. Is it? Yeah, that's oh. okay. It's, it's I like think I, oh, no, no. I actually put it on there because it started like 89. Did it? I thought it started in right 91. Okay. Um, yeah, Darkwing Duck, it's, it, is it kind of embarrassing that D, uh, Disney has basically tossed away all the stuff that you loved growing up, the stuff they created, in order to just, oh, let's just go buy things you loved? Like, that's yeah. not how that should work. Oh, you're right. It was spinoff of the 87, to, oh, I saw it. Okay, yeah, it was 91. Sorry. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll make it up. Next episode, we'll have to throw in an 80s cartoon to make up for it. That works. <laughs> the, um, yeah, Darkwing Duck's a lot of fun. And I fear that the best they're ever going to do with those kind of cartoons is just throw them in a cheaper Flash animation version on Disney+. Plus. It's going to look like crap. And when it's clear, that should be like a $50 million animated movie they release in the fall or something. You know, just something fun for that cult audience. They don't even cultivate that audience anymore. They're just like, uh, what's popular? Go buy it. I think I, the guys that did their – who did their voices? What if they'd still be around to do that? Oh no, I know. Why? Well, I don't know why. Jim I, Cummings. This, yeah, Jim Cummings. will say Jim Cummings is still around. Uh, uh, he's doing Pooh Bear now. He does. He voices Pooh Bear. Oh yeah. Why is he called Pooh Bear? By the way, what's a poo? He says Winnie the Pooh, yeah, and everybody exactly. goes, "What's a Pooh Bear?" I go, "Then what's a Pooh Bear? What's a poo?" <laughs> well, he's British, if I remember correctly, isn't it? British is started it over slight? there, and it's probably is Pooh like know, for poo. Teddy or something like that, like their version of Teddy Bear. I don't know. Okay. Probably some. What's it? What's the word I'm called? Is uh, in term of endearment for kids or something? I don't know. But poo. What's a poo? I just love saying it. What's a poo? <laughs> well, poo over here. Is something you flush down the toilet. Yeah, you make yeah. sure you flush twice and it's. I just wondered, um, like, oh, I pooped once and it looked like a little bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, any stretch of the imagination. I know. I don't know. I don't from, know. Wow, uh, that went awkward. <laughs> yeah, so um, our friend Robert um, doesn't have a whole lot of time, and we kind of want to fit this in. So he made his top ten list. Uh, most of them we discussed already, but we'll kind of throw in our, our ideas on what did get covered. Um, do you know that Robert actually is my oldest friend? Like, uh, uh, the minute I moved to Huntington when I was 13 years old, I had no friends, and he came up to me and befriended me and introduced me to Dave. And that was in 1990, March... Actually, oh my God, it was almost, yeah, it was almost an anniversary of that because that was March, I think, 30th of uh, 1990. So Dave and Robert were friends already. Yes, huh. they knew each other. They were, my, they were in my science class. Now, I didn't connect to Dave really for a while. It was like three years later is when we all became like our, our solidified group. Um, Robert was my friend, but um, we didn't hang out very much in the beginning. And uh, I ended up hanging out with some kids that maybe were not good kids <laughs> um maybe they're better now so i don't want to disparage them i'm not gonna say their names but i think you knew who my group of friends were before i i started hanging yep. out with you guys yep. but um sadly one of them killed himself and that's kind of 
sucky yeah. because, but he was severely troubled, so I get it. But we're going off on a bad tangent here. But um, I just like extremely grateful for his friendship because without him, I don't think our group would even exist. Like you and I became friends pretty fast, but it's through that connection. Like you knew him, I knew him, and then I kind of knew Dave. You really knew Dave, and then we added Tim Kohler to it and Aaron Hawley. Um, I'm sure I'm missing uh, uh, Kevin Lindsay. You know, um, that's when our group yep. really started to become solidified because of him. He was like that. <clears throat> he is a classic everyman. The one that everybody likes. I don't know, has any enemies. He doesn't piss anybody off. Um, I think it was Mullet. It's the classic. That Mullet was just fantastic. I was there <laughs> that day, eighth grade, when he came into gym class. I'm like, that's something. I've never seen that before. He had a Mullet before normal people had Mullets. Like, he was like, the only person I knew with a Mullet was, uh, I think, uh, uh, Bono and you too, and he, you know, he did it before. Uh, what's Achy Breaky Heart? Uh, um, Billy, Billy Ray, Ray Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah, and he kept that thing long afterwards. He's like, I don't care if it's not yeah. cool. This is my thing. I think so, he had it well after graduation. Was a year yeah. or two after graduation. Yeah. So I, I kind of, I kind of respect that. Like, uh, I'm doing my own thing. I'm not gonna go with the the changing trends. Yeah. Um, Thank God he did get rid of it eventually because it didn't go from being rebellious to just being like, oh, really? You're going to stick with it? There's a lady who comes into my store and and still has a mullet. She's probably had that mullet since the early 80s. <laughs> that just blows my mind that, that, that ladies actually dig that style. No no offense to those of you. No, it's, just, it's, it's, always so, just, it's like, just one of those things you're just shocked. It sticks around like feathered hair. You still see feathered hair all the time. Yeah. What was, it, was it Joe Dirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I think of. Anyway. I think it's funny when guys who don't have, like, Robert still has every single scrap of hair on his head. I'm so jealous. Um, mm -hmm. But um, when you see guys who have mullets who are balding, it's like, it used to be uh, business up front, party in the back. Now it's business has gone out. We're still partying. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to get a little bit of shine on top of my head now. Too. We, we had it going out of business sale. <laughs> we clearanced everything up top. You remember when I tried to draw my hair out once in college? Yes, <laughs> that that mop look where it was shaved underneath and the moppy hair. My over. hair, I, I went as Afro man. Everyone, no no offense to anybody with an actual Afro. Mine was just very dry and unmanageable. Oof, and I it was out one just, day and holy crap, yeah. it looked like. <laughs> yeah, if it was a dry day, you look like sideshow Bob. Yeah, I did not wear it well. To be fair, um, though, I was balding at that time. Remember, I dyed, I dyed my hair, and it went horribly wrong, and it turned orange. Didn't you try to dye your hair, too, and you turned, like, shock red, and we both looked like fools. We both cut our hair, and then that's when I realized, I don't have much hair. Holy crap. Well, see, here's the thing. I didn't dye it on my head. I, I cut some off, put it in a soap dish, and tried it first, yeah. and saw the orange and said, nope. Yeah, because you are smarter than me. You are so much smarter than me. I, well, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I, I don't know, that. dude. I, I did it without even thinking about it, and that might have been why I lost my hair, because I shocked it to death. <laughs> um, okay, I so, still have that hair somewhere. That's kind of gross. Oh, but ew, ew, what are you trying to it's clone yourself? Bag. It's just... Anyway, this is how it starts. You're going to clone a version of yourself and download your brain into that new body. Actually, this is not a bad idea. Ooh. I'm actually going to ride this idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the other cartoons we want to discuss. Uh, so Mask was his number one. Um, you know, that's one of those where it kind of eluded me. Um, I was already knee deep in the G.I. Joe, so I didn't really get a whole lot of those. But they were vehicle based. And that always seemed to be the hardest thing to afford. Mm. 
Yeah, like, if I, well, I was going to say earlier, I forgot. They got they got incorporated. Now they are a division of G.I. Joe. They're special vehicle ops or something like that. They combined Transformer technology in order to make those vehicles. Interesting. There it is. Ah, there it is. That's the one I had. I had the Thunderhawk. It was the Camaro. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember what I had. I had the uh, what it was called, but it was the motorcycle. It was purple, and it would change. I think it would start flying. Condor. Condor, thank you. Um, yeah. And it, what was cool, though, is they always came with the action figure. That was kind of the nice thing. I don't think Star Wars ever came with a character. You just got the vehicle. G.I. Joe started that trend. It's like, look, we got this one-time limited edition character that we're going to throw in with the vehicle who will be the automatic pilot for it. I don't know if Voltron did the same thing. I know I could buy the character by itself without the cat. And I believe you could buy the cat, but I don't. I believe there was also a package deal as well. So that, make, that makes a lot of sense. Really Honestly, I around. didn't even know there was action figures of the characters until this moment. I always thought it was just the cats, and that was it. Well, yeah, the cats, actually, you could put the characters in the cat. Oh, you know what's weird is I uh, had a Voltron toy. I just remembered now. I had a Voltron. It was a miniature one. It was only like six inches tall. It was metal, and it didn't come apart. It was just the full Voltron. The full Voltron? Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at that. That's the one thing I didn't like about when the new one, new version came out. You could find the full Voltron, but it was just like that. You couldn't take it apart. Oh, it was okay, just one big, giant toy. I mean, why would you want that? Yeah, it destroys the point. <laughs> Um, uh, G.I. Joe is second on his list. Masters Universe is third. Transformers, which we did not discuss, was four. Um, we kind of covered it, but yeah, it's just one of those, I think I had Hoist, and, um, he was like a, a, a green blazer. Come on, that's like the most boring vehicle. A green blazer, really? Um, right. did you ever notice the toys never looked like they did in the cartoon? <laughs> nope, they never did. Never did. So weird, except Optimus. Optimus and Bumblebee, I think. No, even Bumblebee had that thing where his face was rammed in and didn't come out on its own. Um, I don't know how this one didn't make my list. How did I miss Transformers? It happens. Um, I love that 86 movie, though, with that rock and roll soundtrack and the fact they had the balls mm-hmm. to kill off all those characters and create this huge, epic story. Yep, yep. That, it just... The Mask is another one that had a really awesome sound to it, I think. Yeah, I just don't like, I just don't like the cartoon itself. Um, no. There's so many problems in it. Uh, but, of course, I didn't grow up with it. See, Mask didn't air where I lived either. I don't even know how I knew about it. It must have been from Friends. I don't remember if I saw the show. or I remember seeing the show, but I don't remember what I saw first. Did I get the toy and then look for it? Or? Yeah. We didn't <laughs> even know. live that far apart. It's so strange. You must have got – so I got all the networks out of Fort Wayne. Where did you get yours from, Chicago? Well, I was in Albion, so I was – I probably got them out of Fort Wayne as well. We probably huh. could have gotten a couple out of Chicago, but – Isn't I think it great, like at Wayne. certain times of the day with an antenna, you could get stations from anywhere? Like, oh, I got I Gary, getting, Indiana. What the heck? Or Indianapolis. What? Radio. I remember growing up in high. It was in high school, and I could pull in uh, Doctor Demento on the radio. Yeah, but only at night. Like, and that was kind of night. It was out of Chicago. Yeah, but that's the way it was geared. Did you know? I didn't know this at all, and it seems so strange since we both worked in radio that I didn't know this. That radio waves bounce off of light, so at nighttime it's much easier to get some of those weird stations you don't normally get. Well, that makes sense. Because I actually heard my first Doctor Who. Believe it, it was on radio. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah, I didn't know Doctor Who was a radio show. Well, somebody, I don't know if it was just some Joe Schmo doing a little radio station or something like that, and yeah. that's how I ended up getting it. But, but yeah, at some point there was a radio show. It was the old, old ones. Gotcha. But anyway, go on. Uh, yeah. Number number five is <laughs> uh, Thundercats. Number six is Looney Tunes. Thunder. Number six, uh, Looney Tunes, man. That is just... 
perennial favorite. Uh, that was one of yeah, the longest-running shows on television. Yes, it was in original episodes. It was, I think, on for like 40 years. And I don't think it ended until about 2000. Basically when Saturday morning cartoons started to implode anyway. But um, I think it's because Disney had, Disney had taken over ABC and kicked Looney Tunes off. And to my day, uh, to this day, it is my favorite cartoon series ever. I don't know anything yes. that could possibly top the quality. The, 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 the animation, the writing, the backgrounds, just everything about the voiceover. Um, it's just phenomenal. My favorite of all time is going to be uh, Daffy Duck. I just adore Daffy Duck, especially in the later years when he became like this clueless buffoon. Confident idiots are the funniest thing I think ever. And when he plays Sherlock Holmes or Robin Hood and Porky Pig is his sidekick and is just laughing his butt off at his stupidity, nothing tops that for me. I'd have to say, well, in Looney Tunes, obviously my favorite is Marvin the Martian. But yeah. second favorite would pop in there. It would have to be, uh, um, oh, crap, Speedy, Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, I just, uh, it's funny, you look at the cartoons back then, and they're a little offensive because it portrays yeah. Oh, yeah. Mexicans as being lazy, which anybody who actually is around the uh, Latino community knows it's the hardest working people on the planet, mm-hmm. and um, so that's a little bit off, but I, I do enjoy uh, Speedy Gonzalez because he was just like one of the first ethnic heroes. Um, mm-hmm. I know I know he's a mouse, but he's supposed to be a, Lati- a representation for the Latino community. And that he outsmarts everybody, that he is hardworking and fast, and he's just like so funny. And it was really progressive for the, it was really progressive for those times um, to have a hero for that community. And nobody remembers that at the end of the Warner Brothers cartoons, when they were really running out of things to do and it got real cheap and real bad, is they would always have Daffy Duck versus um, Speedy Gonzalez and uh, yeah that's like the whole last year was just them no more Bugs Bunny no more anything just Daffy and Speedy I don't know why I don't remember that yeah it was really the end it was like 60 I think they came back for like a year for 68 69 or something like that and did a bunch of cartoons and then just that was it I remember watching uh, my daughter was younger she was watching Looney Tunes like the revisioned version of Looney Tunes it was really weird listening to it because the original, I guess the original did this too, where you have a little bit of music that kind of coincided with the actions on the show, on the screen. Uh-huh. But there's no real background music or anything going on. Where shows now always have something going on in the background. There's yeah. no, or at least the up, you know, the ones that are supposed to be up and funny and moving on. Um, they got a soundtrack. Well, they do that with the new show in the exact same format. I'm like, uh, that's a little off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> It's overwhelming. It's constant wall it's of sound. It's like it's unfinished. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's unfinished. It's like... The, um, yeah, the, the, they had a full orchestra in the old cartoons, and they had a solid writing staff. Mm-hmm. They just put a lot of time and money into it. But the reason they stopped making them, I mean, I'm not going to surprise the animation fans here at all, is they stopped making them because um, just the simple fact that they were making more money on the old cartoons and putting them on television. You know, theaters were looking for more mature content, and having that little thing in the beginning was slowing it down. So they stopped doing that too. Money, just I mean, the last company to do theatrical shorts, um, I believe, was Woody Woodpecker. And that went up to like 72 or 74. Um, Pink Panther was really close to that as well. They were doing some in the theaters, like Hoot Clute, I think, and The Dog Father. But there's a whole generation that never experienced any animated shorts before uh, movies. And that was basically us. They stopped doing them for our generation 
And then Pixar comes in and starts doing before every one of their movies, and then other companies start picking that up. And I, I kind of miss it. I mean, I just I think we had a few Roger Rabbits, and that was it. Roger Rabbit. Do you remember they did a few like before the Honey I Shrunk the Kids? They did a couple, and I think there was a total of four Roger Rabbit short cartoons. I don't know what they were all in front of, but for the most part, we never experienced them. Now I do remember when they would package them up in movie form. And they were showing those in theaters, but mostly we, we would catch them like later on HBO or whatever. Right. Yeah, it's something that we kind of missed. We only saw it on Saturday mornings. I was trying to. I, was, I got you started talking about Roger Rabbit. And I started thinking about a different character, but he's from the '90s. So I'm gonna hold him off till later. Okay. Um. <laughs> um <clears throat> so next on his list, oh, hold on. Let me ask you: Space Jam or Looney Tunes back in action? Which do you prefer? <laughs> See, I've only seen Space Jam. What? So, no. No, this question is unfair. <laughs> I have, that's right, I've not seen Back in Action. Oh my god, you have to um, see Back in Action. If there was ever a love letter to Looney Tunes, it's that movie. I know it was a huge flop, yeah. and it was stupid that it came out the week after Elf. What were you guys thinking? Both movies are owned by the same company, same audience. Dumb. Uh, I will check that out, and I will have to say, even though I'm only seeing one of them, I did not like Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam is one of those where we thought like little bits and pieces were funny, but in whole... I know some generations hold this up on a pedestal, but I just don't think it's a very good movie. No, it's like I love Jenna Elfman and Brendan Fraser. I love them, but this this was a bad choice, I think. Oh, <laughs> huh. We have an awkward moment here, uh, Ron. Why? Uh, you are talking about Looney Tunes back in action. That's the one with Brendan Fraser and Jenna Elfman. Space Jam is the basketball movie with Michael Jordan. Oh, you know what? I was just looking at... I. Okay, I must apologize, people, and this is not meant to be awkward. I just looked up Back in Action on my screen here, and I'm looking at the poster, and it didn't have the title on it. Okay. So, but yeah, because Michael Jordan's in, I knew that, I knew that. My brain's <laughs> okay, forget I said that. Let's rewind. Okay. And, All right, so let's finish uh, this we'll list. We'll get back to that when I see it. Yeah, I can't believe we're at this far in the episode. I, I, uh, okay, so last three, Inspector Gadget. Um, one of the best yes. beats. I've, I've heard that in a rap song somewhere where they used a sample from Inspector Gadget. That's so awesome. You know, it's another great sample I know is out there, but I can't remember what song it is. It's the, the beat from uh, Underdog. Boom, 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 boom. I love that beat. Somebody did uh, a rap based around that? Yep. And, and I can't remember who it is. Someone told me, I was like, this is a badass song to put as a beat. And I guess it's been used. The, the one to the uh, uh, Munsters or the Adams Family? I can't remember which one is something like this. It's, it's on the radio a lot lately. Yeah, well, they, I know they did. They took the Adams Family music and used it in a Fallout Boy song. That's it. Yes, and I really love that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Inspector Gadget, uh, I love Dot Adams' voice. Would you believe? Um, I mean, basically, get smart if he was robotic. Yep, yep. Uh, Penny. <laughs> That's what I love so much about it. Penny was the hero of that show, which is fun because you know it's just this little girl who's just like, oh, my uncle, he's just a dope. I'll take care of him. And what was the dog's name? I can't remember. Oh, oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> and I love Doctor Claw. Before <clears throat> breathing became an issue for me as I've gotten older, I used to be able to do Doctor Claw at the drop of a hat for a long period of time. Uh, see if I can do it. Uh, 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 the waffles came with syrup. Uh. Okay. <clears throat> Damn it. I'll get you, Gadget. Nope, that's not it. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's close. No, it wasn't even close. That was an embarrassment. 
Yeah, how many people actually remember? Oh, so, no, know, I, 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 was, I was able to do it one time really well. They're, um, they're all going on YouTube right now going, yeah. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's – I really love that. I did not like the movie so much with Matthew Broderick, and I love Matthew Broderick, but that movie was really flawed. I did not – did I see that? I'm yes, sure I you saw it. This is when we and watched. I think I forgot it yeah. for a reason. Uh, well, when you pick the director of Cool as Ice with Vanilla Ice to be your director of a $100 million comedy, yeah, you kind of screwed up. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah like, like you said, I love Matthew Broderick, and I think they could have been a better actor for that, but I, I can't place who. But Yeah, it's so strange because you can't kind of need a confident idiot, and he's kind of a sweetheart, you know, and it's like I wasn't buying it. Yeah. Yeah. You really needed a get smart. Uh, what's his name? Steve Carell. A lo- an aloof doofus. Oh. That would have been perfect. Yes. Don Adams. That's what I'm thinking. Right? That Don Adams? Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, that kind of... I always yeah. love finding out how Chief was going to get something, you know, something to blow up in his face by accident. That was love yes. that. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely I, one I of my favorite. I think that's one show, honestly, I could still continue to watch. Oh, totally. I, well, we did an episode about it not that long ago. Um, I guess it was about three years ago, but I rewatched it. I was like, this is still awesome. Uh, and love that transforming car. I still say go go gadget arm on a regular basis. Yep, it's in part of our culture now. Yeah, a lot of people don't get it, but maybe that was why they made that movie. They wanted people to understand us. Maybe um, <laughs> it was from a company called Deke out of Canada, and Deke was always kind of known as a second or third tier animation studio. Um, back when animation still kind of was kind of crappy, so you're talking in this world, it's probably like sixth tier. Um, but for some reason, Inspector Gadget is that one show where they really got it right. And uh, yes, it's clearly animated overseas, but um, it's not like smacking in the face blatant because it has American style to it. Um, yeah, that's one I definitely think you should check out. Uh, last two on this list. Let's get through these because um, I'm getting tired. Uh, Garfield and his friends, which is, uh, I, I look back on it, I used to be a hardcore, I think most of us are hardcore Garfield fans. Um, oh, yeah. Had tons of those books, um, and I loved the spinoff, U.S. Acres, which nobody remembers, but was part of the show, which was um, in the 80s for like six years, uh, Jim Davis did a spinoff, and it was all set on a farm with a uh, really intelligent pig and his goofball friends, that arrogant chicken, that arrogant chicken. And what was that one? Love, there was two twin chicken, uh, like chicks, and one would never come out of a shell. Yes. Oh, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. I was gonna say it was normal, but that's a cute cat on Garfield. Yeah, so. that's the tiny yeah, little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Garfield is not uh, funny anymore. It is not funny because clearly Jim Davis is not even doing anything with it. Either he's phoning it in, or he's hired somebody younger who's not funnier um, yeah. to continue it. Because every time I read it now, I'm like, oh, wait, it's done. So where, where was the punchline? It's just over with. And apparently he is so insanely rich, even to this day when, when Sunday comics aren't even read anymore, that he still makes like $30 million a year off syndication rights. I think one of the things I like about Garfield is the fact that it's kind of a local hero for yeah, us. Yeah, for us, definitely. But, I mean, he wasn't that close, but we would we traveled down there a few times to Fairmount. Right? You did go yeah. with us, right? Home of James Dean and Jim Davis. Yep, like, and... Remember, at the time, they had the coolest strip of antique stores, which weren't yes. like normal antique stores. They were awesome because they were filled with toys and video games and movies and all the nerdy stuff, which is common now. But back then, antique malls were not known for being cool. They were meant for old grannies to look at glass and furniture. No. 
Yep, that's where we got our like Savage Dragon toys and all these old stuff. We would just go to look to, to enjoy the memories. I think the first time I ever got down to Fairmont was with you, you and your mother, and yeah. I think your sister went with us as well. And that was the first time I had ever hit an antique store in my life. Yeah, Loved I think it. so. We had one in Huntington, but none of us ever went to it. Right. Um, did you go when we were searching for Star Wars toys? There was a day where me and Dave drove down there to find rare Star Wars toys. I can't remember if you went with us or not. Probably. I don't yeah. remember it. But down there they have the Jim Davis Garfield Museum, the James Dean Museum. I have zero memories of any of those. I know we went to them. I don't remember them. <laughs> well, sadly, I'd have to say they had. It has now been closed. And I don't know uh, how long it's been closed. Well, I know that it was yeah. closed a bunch. We went like 30 times, and it seemed like it was always closed. You could never get into that museum. And yeah. um, you know what's funny is the Snoopy Museum in uh, Santa Rosa, California – now that's how you do a museum. This I think was just yeah. in, wasn't it just in his old house, and they just tried to convert it into a museum or something like that. Oh, you're talking about Jim Davis yeah. museum? Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about the one they put out on the highway. That one's oh defunct. Okay, I, I remember. Didn't know about the well, the town. first time I went, I'm pretty sure it was in town. It was in an old house of his. But there's one in Santa Rosa devoted to Charles Charles Schultz, and it's not just a museum. It's like this almost entertainment place. It's a three or four huge buildings. One is all the gift, all the gift stuff that you can buy. Just two floors of gift stuff. Then there's a floor um, or a building of all of his um, artwork, like it's just a big gallery and an archive. Right. And inside is a movie theater that shows the rare shorts that they don't usually air on a regular basis. And then there's another one where it's a um, ice rink. And he bought it because poor children couldn't afford to go skating, so they paid. And I think membership is like a like six bucks or something for a whole year or something like that, you know, just for entry fee or something like that. Um, He really devoted his life back to the public. And uh, sadly that his house burned down. We're not even talking about the peanuts. I don't even know how we got on the tangent, but yeah. Um, I used to love Jim Davis, but as I, I don't know much about the man, but as I get older, I I feel kind of like a distaste towards what he's doing. The fact that he's just coasting on his laurels, (laughs) collecting the paycheck. He's not really pushing himself. You know, I think that's why Calvin and Hobbes and stuff like that are so well-respected is because um, he knew that he was running out of material. And after eight years, he said, you know what? I'm just going to wrap it up. Yeah. You got to know when to quit. <laughs> know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to put away the easel when you're done. No more car feels for you. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, that's the last one on our list. No, it's uh, not. It's actually, there's one more. Sorry. Uh, the last one on the list is Scooby-Doo. Oh, Scooby. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Oh, I lost a third. You know what's funny is the show's been on for five years, and we've never discussed Scooby-Doo, except for, like, one random, like, oh, 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo was weird. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's never come up on the show. No one has ever put it on their top ten list, as far as I can remember. Uh, we've never done it. We're holding out for Halloween. We're going to do, like, a four-part epic uh, discussing all things Scooby-Doo, like, all the different iterations. But it's amazing how long that show lasted. But the original show, the one that everybody all, everybody knows, I think is only three seasons. Yeah. It's, I don't, am I wrong that it's never been off the air? I don't think it's ever. It's, in one way, in one or, way another. or another, it's always been a reruns in some form. Like, okay, so maybe not the original Scooby-Doo, but you had... No, sc- I mean, as it's been moved, evolved. Yeah, but. it's been the Scooby-Doo. I think after the original Scooby-Doo, it became Scooby-Doo Movies, then it became uh, Scooby-Doo's Laugh Olympics. Um, mm. then there was the S- Scooby D, Scooby Dumb, Scooby, 
Scrappy-Doo. You know, it was that. And there was the 13th Ghost of Scooby-Doo. I think it was off the air for like three years um, as original really? content. But then it came back as Pup Named Scooby-Doo. But the whole time we still have reruns. Um, mm-hmm. Pup Named Scooby-Doo. And then we had um, What's New Scooby-Doo. Then we had like 80 movies. We had all those animated mm-hmm. movies. Remember how excited we were when they started making the movies again? Um, like that Swamp Monster one was so exciting. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, there's the live-action movies, which I really enjoy. They really capture the spirit. Usually, the uh, live-action adaptations of animated shows are kind of a dud. They just don't. They can't get it right. Yeah, it's, I'm. I'm. I'm a. No, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even on the fence. No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I just didn't get into them. After the first one came out, I watched it in the theater, and then I never bothered really watching. I think I watched one more. Yeah, the, the second on one, video. Monsters Unleashed, gets it right. The direct-to-video movies are okay. But, yeah, it's a show that just won't die because there's always some new generation discovering it. And it's been so influential. There's been so many rip-offs of it. Um, Goober and the Ghost Chasers probably being the most deliberate rip-off of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> So many parodies of it. We did a parody of it in my last semester of college um, where they did a whole thing around the mystery machine. It was great. Why do I not remember that? You weren't there. You had already graduated. Remember, I had to stick around for another semester. That's right. Okay. I would have been there for that. Yeah. Yeah. um, Every time I think of of, um, Scooby-Doo, I just like – I get happy, and I just think of like all those great characters. Like, if it wasn't for those dastardly kids, I would have got away with it. Always ripping off. Sadly, my daughter, when my daughter first started getting into it, she actually had nightmares from it. It It's like, yeah, you know what? It was scary the first time I saw that one creature that just yells. (laughs) She outgrew it quickly, thankfully. But I think there's a fascination with fear for kids. They they kind of entice by stuff that kind of makes us scared. Um, mm-hmm. the horror genre wouldn't exist I think it would just be a small niche if it wasn't for a fascination with fear I just, yeah we were, saying, we were talking about well that would be the fantastical I guess yeah, yeah. I'm there, definitely in that realm but. Well, I think we've hit the end of this episode we will to continue this into another one thank you Robert to, uh, uh, for making this list for us um, to add on as uh, an extra bonus um, so the next one, hopefully Tim will have his, uh, our old friend Tim, and, and I'm getting Devon to try to make a list for our final episode. So That'll this one might, might even be longer. <laughs> I was say, he, he was a little more in the anime than we were, so if I remember correctly. Oh, Devon, so. yeah, he was into stuff we had never heard of before. You remember right? we had that one creepy friend that was into, like, not anime, but into uh, hentai? And we watched, oh, like, 20 goodness. minutes of one. I'm like, oh, no, I can't do this. This is weird. This no, is no, gross. No, 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 no. <laughs> This is not what we're talking because we had seen Appleseed and we both loved it. And I think you had been a big fan of Akira and Ghost in the Shell. And he's like, yeah, I have some anime. And we watched it like, this is not anime. What the hell is this? (laughs) This is uh, moving on. Yep, gross. Um, All right, so that's it. Uh, Check us out on Facebook under Back in Tune. You'll find all our podcasts there. And Ron, thank you for – God, it's been so long since we've done one of these episodes. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me, man. You didn't have to do as much homework as usual. I usually make him do tons of, hey, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. And then it takes you like four months to get to, to watch the shows. And then I'll change halfway through. Let's not do that. Let's do this. You're like, oh, my God, I can't keep up. <laughs> so uh, I, I have a – trying to control my thoughts is like pinball. Uh, hey, there's a ball on the table and I have the flippers. Uh, I have control of this. Oh, it fell into a pit. Guess what? We're giving you 12 more balls. We're going to throw them all at you at once, and you're going to lose all of it. And then, yeah, so that's what it's like to controlling the thoughts in my head. Um, 
but yeah, we normally do a show called Next Planet Over. Uh, he's one of my co-hosts, Josh Ridgway, and my sister are the other co-hosts. And we discuss classic sci-fi, fantasy, and horror TV shows. Um, yeah. Mostly uh, focused around uh, short-lived ones. We did Battlestar Galactica, I think, back in uh, two months ago. And we're going to be doing Buck Rogers as soon as we get done with these cartoon ones. Beat it, beat it, beat it. <laughs> All right. Everybody have a good night. Take it easy.